you don't have to know how to make a movie. If you truly love cinema with all your heart and with enough passion, you can't help but make a good movie. Welcome to Making Tarantino the Podcast. This is a podcast where me, Philip Duke, and my cousin Chip watch and discuss a list of movies that Quentin Tarantino recommends and see if they've influenced his work. So like I said, I'm Philip Duke, and this is... Uh, it's Cousin Chip. Hello, everybody. Here we go. Hello. So I uh, want to make some corrections from the last show. Um, thank we're you. Never, we're never wrong. What are you well, talking about? No, we're, we're wrong this time. Uh well, and it was because I want to make corrections because the last episode we did was right. Like cinema speculation had just came out and I got it and I was like, oh, Chip, look, they got a Rolling Thunder chapter. And you were like, do you want to read that before we start recording? And I'm like, I'm going to read 25 pages while Chip waits. I'm like, no, it's fine. I'll go ahead and however long it is. I'm like, no, I'll go ahead and we'll just do it. And we did it. And then I read the chapter and was like, oh, shit. Like, wait a minute, we got some things wrong. So I'm like, hopefully nobody jumped in being like, oh, tell me all about Rolling Thunder. But we recorded that when the book came out. So that's how long ago that was recorded. So now that I have read the specific chapter on Rolling Thunder, I want to talk about what we missed. First of all, the fact that Paul Schrader's script was rewritten. So we were like, we're like, oh, Schrader and this uh, this guy. Ah, fuck. He had a cool name. Haywood Smith. We're like, oh, cool. They wrote together. It's like, no, Paul Schrader was like, here's my script. And then they were like, let's rewrite it. And somebody rewrote it. Haywood Smith. And so Paul Schrader's like, fuck that. I don't like the movie anymore because it's not what he wrote. And when he wrote it, he was like, he you Quentin says that you could tell that he wanted to direct it. So he was going to direct it. He was going to put Joe Don Baker in it because Mm -hmm. Joe Don Baker was famous from the Walking Tall uh, movies, which were uh, on our list. They're on our list. And um, and then all of a sudden it was and then they uh, the company was like he had he had only written three scripts. So he wrote Taxi Driver, Rolling Thunder and the Yakuza. And the Yakuza was kind of big and they were like, oh, but then they were like, let's get Walter Hill to direct. And then Walter Hill was like, no, I don't know. It was too dark for me. So I didn't, which is like, oh, wow, I want to see this original (laughs) script, like too dark. Wow. He's like, I don't want to do it. And then um, did I, who did I just say direct? Walter Hill? No, I'm sorry. John Milius, Walter Hill and John Milius, they're all friends. John Milius was like, no, it's too dark. Mm-hmm. So then, so then they said, um, so they get George Romero who had done night of the living dead. Oh, wow. And now it's 70, when it, whenever it is. And he's like, so I, I was thinking about it and I don't know. And then all of a sudden um, they went with John Flynn and John mm-hmm. Flynn brings in Willem Devane, William Devane and all that. And the other thing that you find out from the book is William Devane is like his acting circle, his troop. So Mm -hmm. he brings in the sheriff guy and Quentin's like, I don't like that sheriff guy. 
I think you and I were okay with him. He did fine. Yeah. He wasn't a top actor. We'll talk about who should have been the lead in this movie we're doing today. But uh, some people have a lot of charisma and some people just are old Hollywood types. Uh, yeah. Did I give anything away? Oops. Hmm. Um, but anyway, um, and then also that uh, AIP was then ran by Lawrence Gordon and not Roger Corman at the hmm. time. So I kept thinking Roger Corman and um, before it was given to John Flynn to direct and uh, almost starred Joe Don Baker, which I already said. And um, anyway, all of this is in the chapter of Tarantino's book, Cinema Speculation. So I won't go through all of it. But man, is it a good read. It's so good that I have not even finished reading it. Like I was like, I ended for anybody who's reading it right now. I stopped on the Dirty Harry chapter like that's coming up next. So I almost don't want to like some people are like, I read the whole thing. It was great. And some people are like, I wish I would have waited and kind of read it yeah. slowly. And part of my thing is trying to spread it out a little bit. Just part of my thing is I'm still reading. I'm reading my GI Joe comics, the old ones. Well, way through to number 300. I'm also reading the natural born killer script. Mm -hmm. So like the other day, I'm like reading the natural born killer script, put that away. I read, you know, some comics. I put that away. I, you know, I'm reading all kinds of different things. I'm like, okay, I need to either focus on one or do something. But anyway, Are you ready to get on with the show? Yes, let's do it. And of course, if we didn't say it, we're sponsored by Grindhouse Database. And that sponsored. They're friends of ours. We uh, <laughs> throw them a bone and Spaghetti uh, Western Database. Why does that sound weird? But anyway, uh, so go follow them. They're all uh, Spaghetti Western Database looking for help from Italians, French, anybody who can decipher the languages and all that because they are all about spaghetti western movies coming out but i said we're getting on with the show but let's bring it to 1972 all right i want to play a commercial from 1972 so they'll be like our pseudo sponsor today called burger chef so let's hear a radio spot commercial for mm. burger chef it's Burger Chef and Jeff. Rooting burgers, no one's happy here. Even the dogs frown. <laughs> Not for long, Jeff. My new fun burger is going to put a smile on every face. Puzzling pickles, what's a fun burger? Well, it's a delicious burger with a smile on the wrapper and a prize inside, like this flying top. Or maybe a dune buggy. Yes, or perhaps a bubble pipe. The fun burger <laughs> with a surprise prize, only at Burger Chef. Incredible. That's right. 1972, Chip, is a crazy <laughs> year. Like, mm -hmm. it's interesting listening to those, tri the, the, the just spots. Like, and Burger, Burger Chef lasted a while, but I don't mm -hmm. even know if it was here in Phoenix or if it was in New York or where it was, but very interesting. But mm -hmm. anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about a man of respect, aka the Master Touch. AKA, what was that that I just shared? The big man? Yeah, yeah the big man. Oh. From 1972, the plot to split a car in half, seduce a safe with music, send a city <laughs> wild. A master thief just out of prison concocts a risky final score that would net him over a million dollars. Starring Kirk Douglas as Steve Wallace, Giuliano Gemma as Marco. So he's going to be, you might be happy to know this. He's in a list. There's a whole bunch of movies coming up on our list that he's in. 
because <laughs> if you if you were like i love this marco guy yeah he's gonna he'll be coming back Sweet. um and florinda balkan as anna so florinda balkan she's still alive Kirk mm. douglas died a couple years ago at the age of what 104 103 um and Giuliano Gemma died in like 2013 or 12 so um uh, rest in peace uh Giuliano Gemma uh written by Mino Roli Michelle Lupo Nico Ducci and Roberto Leone and it was directed by Michelle Lupo nice so uh hopefully I got all those Italian names right so um you want to um uh, you want to get to some, uh, so I wasn't going to do it on here cause we did on the other one, but I'm going to do it, but it'll be a different thing. But listener opinions, would you like to hear from our listeners? Sure. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. Man, I don't even have an opinion. Well, you gotta have an opinion. Pedro Jimenez on Twitter wrote, quote, it's been a long, long time, but I remember liking it, but not loving it. But that was over 20 years ago. So I should revisit it. And that's the only one. Not a lot of people have heard of this movie. There's no trailer. I couldn't find a trailer to play. Couldn't find a radio spot. Couldn't find much info on it. But uh, I'm wondering if you got Kirk Douglas's biography, if he would talk about this or just be like, it'd be like Rick Dalton. Like, then I went to Italy and I made a couple movies and then I came yeah. back, you know, or yeah. whatever. Pretty much. So, yeah. So uh, let's get into this movie. First of all, everybody, it's on Tubi, mm -hmm. it's on YouTube, and uh, or you could rent it. Yeah, I rented so, it on uh, Amazon on the Prime Video. So there's only so like I, three, three bucks. So. I almost did that because I was like, maybe there's a better quality version out there. So you watch the YouTube one, and it's really kind of whited out almost, and you're like, ah, yeah. huh, and it's blurry a little blurry at times and you're like oh man so i'm watching a youtube one and it kept going to commercials which normally if they put a movie out mm -hmm. they don't do commercials on youtube regular old movies so i'm like well that's weird so i'm like fuck it i'm just gonna go to tubi watch it with ads but not as many yeah piled up so i watch it that way it was good because uh, they shrunk it down so it didn't blow up on my screen it was in a in a smaller box inside my 75 inch tv so maybe it's 55 inches oh, okay. but but it was a little better and um and if you noticed when you watched the movie that when it said michelle lupo directed by like the m was, was half off. cut off yeah, yeah. yeah and you're like you're like is this not full widescreen or did they just punch into this to make it and that and that was messing with me because i was watching it on my imac and so i'm taking the window and opening it up a little bit further going am i cutting stuff off here somehow and it wasn't and i was like all right it's not well, me same same thing we'll get to later but part of me was like this is genius but part of me was like did it cut off because of the widescreen was the bowling scene mm. i was like that's a good way to film bowling because then you're like ah oh, you did so great when the ball went in the gutter because the actor can't bowl but yeah. you're like oh you got a strike that was good but then i'm like maybe it was filmed but you missed it because they cut the widescreen down a bit but yeah, yeah. who ever knows but i wish this movie had a better quality version, but you know, Chip, we're going to run into a lot of this. Oh yeah. Where some of these movies, they don't come out on Blu-ray. They don't come out on whatever. 
And I'll tell you right now, starting this movie, I'd read some things to do research for it before. So I was like, I don't know. Like, I've heard some bad things about this. I don't know about this movie. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you guys, it starts out a little, hmm. But then, mm -hmm. boom, you're like, oh, so clever. So awesome. At the end of the movie, I actually was like, I said out loud, like, that's a good movie. Yeah. I'm like, who said that? Wait a minute. So, uh, <laughs> well, and, and, and when it started out, it had such a pacing that I'm like, I'm sitting here going, is this, is this an Italian, uh, like omen movie? Like, it's right. like, so kind of like the way that the camera was and so slow and just kind of playing the music. And I'm just like, uh, get to something. <laughs> like, yeah, come on. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Ennio Marcone did the music, which I don't know if that music fit. But it's like we talked about Chip and I've seen. Well, well, we won't mention the old podcast, but we'll say that we've seen Thief. I showed Chip Thief yeah. last year. And with that music of uh, the, the, the people that did the music for that, you're like, is this too odd or does it fit? But it fits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Tangerine Dream. That's the name I was trying to think of. This one, you're like, at times it's like, oh, that's really good. At times you're like. I think I'd want something else, you know, yeah. I don't know, but uh, let's start discussing this. So he gets out of prison, yep. getting ready to go say hi to his wife. And right away, they're like, hey, Miller wants to talk to you. And he's like, fuck, like, I'm like, can I go kiss and maybe have sex with my wife? <laughs> yeah. Then I'll come and get in the car. No, you need to go right now. Yeah. And, and they're like, like trying to muscle him and he pushes the guy into the car. Like, I'm going to kick your ass type of thing. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there going, I still would be like. I would at least tell the guy, tell Miller I'll be there in an hour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. God's honest truth. Yeah. I just want it's, to get some tail from my yeah, wife that I haven't seen in three years. Is, wow, look how <laughs> hip Chip is. Tail. He's even talking like 1972. Get some punani. Um, so what's interesting, too, is the thing. It's not like he owes money to Miller or anything. He kept his mouth yeah. shut. He did his time. Like, so, yeah, I'll be there whenever. But mm -hmm. the other thing on that was that I wanted to talk about first is Kirk Douglas. So how mm -hmm. many Kirk Douglas movies have you seen? I think you and I saw tough guys in the theater yeah. in the eighties. That was probably our first greedy seeing Kirk Douglas greedy. We saw in the theater together. I think, mm -hmm. um, have you seen any of his older stuff? Is this the first one that you'd seen? Uh, did you see Spartacus? Did you I, see? I, I remember watching Spartacus when I was younger because my dad would have it on or whatever, but it's been so long that I would need to revisit that. But... Gunfight at the OK Corral. So this was the first time I like seeing yeah. him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, My thing with him watching this movie is it's that Gianna. No, uh, no, I forgot his name already. Uh, Remind me his name, Chip. <laughs> Giuliano Gemma yeah. is like, like right away. You're like, Forget Kirk Douglas. Put this guy <laughs> in the fucking Steve part, you know. Well, and 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 I wrote down. In a way, it got better as it went. He got yeah. a little cooler. Yeah, go ahead. But I I wrote down that he was the Ricky Nelson of this movie. Giuliano Gemma. Yeah, I was just kind of like a what the hell <laughs> thing. Yeah. Like I was just like he just kind of popped out of you know I don't know it was kind of this cool thing. It's kind of like with the you know the real bravo kind of a situation where it's like who is this kid what's going on here and yeah. it's just like he's just all cool and just like funny and you're just like all right this works you know? well and just... even even me i'm sitting there going this guy looks familiar 
I go, he's got charisma. Like, who is this guy? And then I look him up. I'm like, oh, yeah, duh. He's Ringo, you know, a gun for Ringo. Ringo returns like, oh, yeah, he's going to be in our list. Like, oh, yeah. But the thing is, is that he actually it was twofold. It was a weird thing because it, I thought of Ricky Nelson, mm-hmm. but I also thought of the guy from Superfuss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 what's that? Terrence, Terrence Hill? Something um, like that. What was his name? Uh, you're supposed to have IMDb up already, Chip. Oh, oh geez. Yeah, you're supposed to be the backup. Yeah, super fun. Super fun. Yeah, Terrence Hill. Terrence Hill, yeah. So, yeah, he's in some Westerns that are in our list. Um, but, yeah, he's a blonde Italian guy. Um, now, here's what's cool about this movie. Now, the Miller calls him, says, I want you to meet me. He goes to meet Miller. Miller says, I got a job for you. And he does that cool thing. One, click, and a light comes on. Two, the light comes on. Three, and he's got everything laid out. He's like, here's what you need. Kirk Douglas is like, I'm not interested. See you later. And you're like, he's like, why would I do this? I'm not going to do it. And he leaves, and you're like, I guess they're going to, I know what the movie's about. It's about a heist. So they must pressure him into doing it. No, this sneaky fucker is like no i'm not going to do it and then turns around and goes let me do all the research everything i need i'm going to still pull off this job so for this movie you're like they're going to fucking find out because that other guy's following marco all the time i was was thinking that he would be following him so much that he would basically see them together and go oh put two and two together go oh something's going on here but instead he's following at just the right times where he's not around yeah, and then that whole uh, that the the which okay, this is that was what was weird. That whole I guess he called it a zoo, but I'm sitting here going, it's more like a circus. But yeah. sure, um, uh, but the whole circus thing I've never mm-hmm. seen. So I was like, well, this is the first for me that there's instead of a car chase, yeah. they have a chase through a zoo, and then the you know, and I was just like, so that's different. I was so that kind of pulled me in. That was I think actually something I was like, that's cool. Well, I think it was the performing the lions and stuff that performed. So they went from the zoo through like the caravan. That's why there was a midget like balancing that thing. And he sees uh-huh. him. He's like, oh, there's Marco. And he comes around. It's not Marco. And he fucking <laughs> does yeah. like, I don't know if that was a kid or a midget. And he's like, motherfucker. <laughs> um, you just but, hear, hey, but yeah. So it goes to, and sometimes these movies, people say, like some of these Italian movies I watch are dubbed are, yeah. are dubbed or subtitled. And sometimes you get more from the subtitles mm-hmm. than you do from the dubbed because the dubbed has to match the, you know, here's how many syllables. Let's have them oh, yeah. say this. And here's what the script is. And it'll kind of work, but you don't get the full effect or the acting of it. It seemed yeah. like Kirk Douglas did do his dialogue and the others were dubbed. But well, and he he did it, but sometimes I just felt like he took a Xanax and it was just kind of floating through. Well, well, that would be my thing. It's like I talked about before, but not on here. It's the thing of Steve McQueen in The Magnificent Seven with Yul Brenner. Yul Brenner is like the number one star of that movie. He's like, Mm -hmm. all right, cool. Okay, you're going to be in the stagecoach. You need a guy to ride shotgun. Steve McQueen gets in there with you right next to you. It's a two shot. Okay. Yul Brenner's like, I'm looking badass. Steve McQueen's going to load the shotgun and he shakes a little shotgun shell before he puts it in. 
And mm-hmm. Brenner's like, what's with this fucking guy? Just load the fucking shotgun. <laughs> Steve McQueen knows how to add a little characterization to his thing. Mm-hmm. And so now you're like, this guy's fucking badass. Forget about you, Brenner. I'm all about yeah. Steve McQueen. Same thing with this. You see Marco next to Steve and you're like, give me Marco every day, all day. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, give me well, something more, Kirk. Come on. Well, and that was the thing is like, it seemed like he was just kind of going through the movie, just kind of so blah. Well, well, and then and I, I wrote down for Marco, I put Ricky Nelson karate trapeze artist. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, so, so they, so Miller goes to meet with him. He says, no, I don't want the job. Then uh, he comes back and he's with the wife and they fool around and I guess have sex because then they're in different clothes. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's trying to look Steve McQueen with that black turtleneck trying to yeah. be all bullet. And um, and then he's walking down the street after looking at something. And that guy shows up behind him. Who's that guy's name, by the way, the bad guy. So we can use his name. The guy that beat him up. Um, it's under the master touch chip. I'm sorry. Um, but so that guy pulls up and is like, Hey, Miller wants to talk to you again. He's like, no, I'm not interested. I'm going to go. And they're in a small alley. And now here comes this crazily painted like taxi pulls <laughs> up behind him and honks his horn. And he's like, get the, what did he, what was his words? He said, get the fucking whatever. He cursed at him and yep. the guy's like, and so the taxi driver puts his thing in park, gets out and starts and he's like what'd you say and the guy goes i didn't say anything he goes no and then the guy goes well here's what i said he's like yeah that's what it was and then they start fighting and kirk douglas is just watching being like who is this guy like okay i want to watch this and they fight so much that they get up on the hood of the car and, and then he pushes him through the window and then they fall into the car and then they're fighting inside that guy's car and you're like holy shit like it's crazy i think because it says it just says miller's lieutenant that's him right yeah 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 uh romano what uh, so it's just miller's lieutenant as his yeah i think okay. that's what it says it's miller's lieutenant and it's romano pupo oh okay Hold on. and um so yeah. so then so miller's lieutenant just gets his ass kicked by that guy and then kirk does like oh good job and the guy's like and like you said it's like kung fu like he's on his back and does that flip up to his feet like yeah. and he's like okay he goes you're uh he goes you want to ride and he gives him a ride home and then he introduces him to the wife like here's this guy and the guy's like and they get a ride to the ferry and that guy's like you want to go to the circus you know, see me in the circus and they're like, no, or whatever. And they walk off and they're all the way across the bridge and the dubbing you of still it is still him, him yeah. going. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget. My name is Marco. Like <laughs> join me at the circus. And you're like, okay, we're, we're, we're uh, showing the fact that his name is Marco. So then they go on their little thing and Kirk Douglas is at the place, like checking out security. So he goes all the way to the top floor of that building. And See that that messed with me because that he got that far before the girl came over the intercom and said, "Are you lost, sir? Do you need do you need help?" I'm like, "How did he get this close to where he could see through the fucking the, thing and see all the way down the hallway?" There, there was there was a little bit of that. It was also the fact of, um, you said second floor, 
Like you didn't give them like, oh, I'm on the seventh floor. I was going to the sixth. I hit mm-hmm. the wrong button. Like I'm close. Like you went all the way to the second. Like I'm looking for, I have an appointment. Uh, no, yeah. you're on the wrong floor. Um, but then it gets to, so then he does that investigating mm-hmm. and it's kind of loosely done where you don't know how he's going to do it. And then all of a sudden it's him at his table. I think this is next him yeah. at the table and he's, and he's testing out the alarm system and you can see the little uh, sound waves going yeah. and, and so he'll ding on a, on a triangle and he hits whatever and it keeps going off. And then some guy next door turns on his motorcycle and the thing mm-hmm. doesn't, doesn't go off. And right. he's like, wait a minute. Yeah. And he runs up and looks out and then has a smile on his face of like, okay, regular sounds of, you know, buses or trucks or cars. And so it's mm-hmm. like, or music. So you're like, Oh, wow, that's cool. And then, um, then, Marco now is at the circus. This might be right before that. Marco's at the circus. That guy follows him, like you said, through the thing, puts a tiger in his car, says, go ahead and get it. Like all this shit. And you're like, holy shit. First of all, had Marco disappear. Like (laughs) he's on the trapeze. Uh, Chip's brother-in-law, by the way, used to be a trapeze artist, is on the trapeze. And all of a sudden he's gone. And they're like, Marco, where did Marco go? And now he's. But I love how they don't show how that could have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like where he could have flipped into. It's just all of a sudden, like it comes back and there's nobody there. And it's like, obviously, he went to somebody else, grabbed him (laughs) so that they could do that scene or whatever. But then he's like looking around, going, what? And I'm just like, okay. Nobody saw him. But he's parkouring the whole time. So then now it doesn't go to the car chase right then, right? He just tells the guy, get in your car. The tiger, you know, tiger hasn't ate yet. He eats Mm. about this time. And the guy's like, fine, fuck you. Gets in the car. And now on this. uh, No, it's not until it's not until the wine thing, the wine fight. Uh, Yes, the the wine fight, which I was like, they're in a room full of glass. There's going to be a fight. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, the uh, it's like, uh, oh, they're in a bar being rowdy. There's going to be a fight like something like that. (laughs) Um, So. So Kirk Douglas does that thing, tells her he's in the wrong spot. Um, she understands. Uh, she's like, okay, like you said, it's not like, wait a minute. We got to, you know, we got something going on. What's going on? Um, hang on a minute. Got to write the wife back. Okay. Um, and uh, it's the thing of, so then he gets out and he tells the wife, would you be willing mm-hmm. to let me do some time? 18 months for a million dollars and she doesn't say anything. And then he's like, I was kidding. That's when they're bowling. That's a bowling scene. He's like, I was kidding. And she knows he wasn't kidding. And then later he's like, I was kidding. And it's like, no, you weren't kidding. Like fucking. And well, it was still the, the, the Xanax acting of him going, uh, I was kidding. Yeah. I was was kidding. kidding. Just being so like bland. And I'm just like, all right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly the uh yeah it's the so that so then she's like fine whatever and then now she meets juliana and she meets marco again and Mm -hmm. she's like okay and now and with her and marco which is done for a reason Mm -hmm. but you're like are they gonna have a thing because they're Mm -hmm. they seem to be kind of two good-looking people that might be into each other yeah 
but then you're like, I don't, I don't know. I don't read it that way, but I kind of read it that way. But where's this gonna go? Yeah. And, and then, um, then it goes to the wine, right? Then the wine comes and then Marco goes into the wine place to be like, be like, Hey, I'm going to pick up some wine, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden here comes that guy. He's in the fucking place, the mm-hmm. Lieutenant Miller's Lieutenant. And it's like, Oh shit. And they just start fighting. And I'm just thinking this poor fucking wine guy that owns the store. Yeah. He's got nobody's names. He can't charge anybody. He's just like, mm-hmm. I got to eat this money. Like you're knocking over all kinds of, and all the patrons are just like kind of moved over, like they're drinking their wine. Like what the fuck? Well, and it was, it was funny because I'm sitting here. Okay. The bowls in a China shop, mm-hmm. but it's all wine. This is going down. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm sitting here going, this sucks. But of course, at the end, when Marco's get running out, he says, my boss will pay for this. Yeah. Well, he said, he says he'll pay for it. He's telling oh, him, I thought he said my boss. I thought, no. I, I thought that was what he, he said. said. I was like, what? He said, uh, he said, like, however well, he said oh, it, that guy will pay for it. Okay, that guy yeah. will pay for it. Okay, and yeah. um, so that, and then that guy goes run out and they get in their cars. And now there's this fucking chase. <laughs> They're going fucking fast through Italy. And no Germany car, and no cops. They, no cops a, at all try to intercept yeah. them to this whole thing. This was an Italian American German production. Yeah. And so the, as you see from all the names, they're in Germany is where this heist is going on. Mm-hmm. So they're driving through there at high speeds, but they might be filming that in Italy. Who knows? It seemed like it with the signs and stuff. Um, and they're just going balls out. That mm-hmm. whoever's driving that car is fucking doing before Fast and Furious. They're drifting around those corners, oh, yeah. and you're like, "That's fucking." And those bad. were bo- that was a boat car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but it looked badass. It was a badass chase. There's that guy. They say the car split in half, but I don't see a car split in half. I see them knock off two doors of a poor mm-hmm. guy who's like, "Let me unload my luggage," and mm-hmm. they knock off his doors, but they're slamming into things. This is the thing about the old school stuff that I love that we're getting into is these chases were like, it was no CGI. It was no Mm. Vin Diesel sitting there while a diesel rolls over top of him. Like, no, no. this is guys driving in the car, except for what's coming up is (laughs) the fucking, his spine should have been broken and he would not be back. Well, and that was the thing was that I'm watching this, and the one thing that I thought was the big deal, Mm -hmm. and I really hope that they planned for this just in case these cars were irreparable after going down those stairs. Yeah, yeah. Because even though those things are complete made of steel, yeah, like they're not fiberglass shit that we have now. Made of steel going down that you could see them just fucking shaking apart. Yeah, yeah. The the bumper and all that. Well, and then there was the part where when he hits the guy and he goes to take off and there's a the guy's hood or whatever is caught under his tire. Yeah. And you're like, but they don't cut. And then the thing, the guy turns and the hood goes away and yep. you're like, holy shit. But it's that thing, too, of Italians. You would think Italians would be like, these are our stairs that have mm. been here for millions of years, for a lot of years, whatever, mm. and don't wreck them and it's like no we're gonna take a car down them <laughs> and it's not like the born identity with a little fucking mini it's two full-size cars like bouncing around going all the way down mm-hmm. and and the thing of uh 
And then, so they're doing that. Then he's slamming him into that car carrier. Mm. And that loosens one of them that falls right on top of his car. So you're like, well, that's funny. But also he's just, this is a guy they're put a real car on top uh-huh. of another car. And he's just driving until he turns and that car falls off. Well, and it was like, it was some kind of creative editing on that yeah. because the car itself fell out on there, but it started falling on the other car. But then all of a sudden it cuts to it being perfectly oh, yeah, yeah, balanced yeah. on the, yeah. that car again. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that was my only like kind of big issue yeah. was yeah. how the editing was done. But yeah. The uh, but that's the thing with uh, and then he gets to the bridge, he jumps mm-hmm. over it, the other guy gets stuck, a la Blues Brothers, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he like he just rolls backwards and hits. And, and that the dummy, the dummy in there, just like yeah, the hood, fl- yeah, the hood, the roof has already got taken off under the thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, are they going to cut this car in half like Roger Moore, like in uh, in one of those uh, movies in the James Bond movies? But no, mm-hmm. they didn't do that. But he wrecks that car, and I'm like, this guy's dead. Like yeah, I saw the dummy no way like that could have survived but, that. No. Like you said, with the rolling thunder, like you get a hook in the taint, you're still okay. This guy <laughs> yeah. wrecked his car. He's still okay. We're gonna, people were going to be referencing the hook although, in the taint for the although, rest of this, the foreseeable future of this although, show. Although, do they not show him again? Or no, did they? they? Yeah, so maybe he did die. Maybe that guy killed him. God damn, Marco. And, that, that's yeah. it. and that's why now nobody uh, is going to make the connection. Yeah, that they're working together on anything because the dude's dead. He's so he's so blind with rage to beat up this dude and kill him or whatever that now he's dead. Well, and that's what else to jump back real quick is Marco's kicking his ass until he pulls a gun out. And then Marco's like, oh, shit, a gun. And you're like, oh, Marco doesn't like weapons or does he? We'll get to that in a little bit. But Mm. and that's another part. So anyway, so they're getting the chase. The chase is over. Now, Marco and him, he's got Marco to show him how a safe works. And for some reason, he's got to use one hand, which he doesn't really, which I was thinking about when he's there. He's getting yeah. ready to use his other hand. And he's like, no, I was told not to. And you're like, OK, um, but it's done really well where he's showing how the alarm system works. He's showing him all that. And you're thinking like, OK, what is he breaking into? And why is he not with Kirk Douglas? But you don't really put it together yet. You're like, okay, I guess they're mm-hmm. stealing two things. And then when he shows up at that place, you're like, is this where he gets his, where he got all of his gear? Like that was a, yeah. So I always like that in heist movies. I always like the gear guy. Like you go, I need my shit. And that guy has to dust it off and be like, you've been in prison 15 years. You sure you want it? Yeah, I want it. And all of his shit is in there. So I love that guy. Um, did you notice that? That was weird. Where like the phone rang, Eric answers it, mm-hmm. but then she's like, okay. And she's like, Eric was saying that your stuff's ready. Yeah. And you're like, okay, who whose phone rang? Because yeah. the editing was horrible. Who called who? What's going yeah. on here? Yeah. But um, so so he's got all of his stuff. So now he's ready to do this thing. And you always have security guards who are listening to a game. They're kind of working, but not working. And the one guy is in charge of that other building. And the other two guys who the one just fucking sits on his ass while the other guy keeps going, doing, doing patrols. I'm like, what the fuck? Like switch off. Yeah. Um, 
Well, but, well, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense later on when he's like, when he lets him know where they're at in the game. Yeah. When yeah. he stops for yeah. a second, he's like, so this is what's happening. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're like, uh oh, did they find out? But what was interesting. So he's, he's putting up these little microphones and it's, it's, it, each light goes off when the guy gets closer and he knows where the guy is. And you're like, okay. That and, to me was pushing it a little Star Trek style where I'm sitting here going, yeah, because back then we had Wi-Fi Bluetooth. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I guess. Well, it had a little antenna on it. <laughs> exactly. But so it was like, a radio. We had radio receivers before. That's how you people blow up shit. They pull up the thing. Yeah, and but the for, them to, for them to talk to the, this one intricate machine that's right, going right. to go off for each and every one right, of them. Right. And, you know, I yeah. was like, and, I don't believe that that's possible. I think it's very much Hollywood Okay. Italian Hollywood magic. <laughs> uh, let me defend that. Um, okay. Look, this guy's the best. He buys the best quality stuff that he needs. Oh, okay. That's what he has. Although I don't <laughs> think, unlike James Kahn, who's like, I think I could break into a safe with a fucking welder. I don't think Kirk Douglas is like, I could break into a safe. No, he knows that he can't. Mm. Um, plus, he would bore the safe to death. It would open by itself. <laughs> um, so, So then... Uh, he's doing all that while Marco is breaking into his safe and Marco's exploding a thing. Now there was a thing that they showed. You might agree with me on this. They showed that security guard has a thing of prescribed medication. The one guard that's watching the little place that Marco's breaking into. He opens it up. He takes a pill, takes a drink of water at a certain time, puts his pill bottle down. I'm yeah. thinking, Okay, that pill bottle was put right on the edge of the thing. Is that going to fall off, set off some kind of alarm? Yeah. Is the water going to fall? Because I'm thinking still that they're in the same place. Yeah. And I'm thinking maybe all those pills are going to fall, ting, 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 and set off the oh, sound. Oh, I see. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. But then later, I won't spoil it yet, but you're like, did he forget to take his medication? Did he not get back there? Yeah. No, it's something else. So. <laughs> So Marco breaks into that with the one hand, opens the safe, and but doesn't take anything that you find out later. Opens yeah. the safe. Kirk Douglas does. So before this, Kirk Douglas had an ice cube, and he puts in a little thing and closes it, and he's talking to her for a while, and then he opens it up, and he looks, and she's like, what are you doing? And you're like, yeah, because this is so whited out, all I saw was the inside of a white cup. Yeah. I don't know what's yeah. going on. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So then at the end of the thing, now I miss this because maybe I checked my phone one time. Mm -hmm. The only time is the one time when I missed it. And I'm like, should I rewind it? Was where he put the ice cube when it's melting. Mm -hmm. What was that on? Did they show it? What yeah, it was, it was the, 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 the lid that he pushed all the buttons and mm -hmm. figured out the, the different buttons. He put it on there. Oh, okay. So then when it melted, it went boom and it made a noise. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, it was because I was like, it looked metal and I was like, is that the big thing that was closing the big safe or what it was? And that safe was cool. The big round thing comes mm -hmm. out and opens up. You're like, that's awesome. And he's got his one bag that has everything in it, stuff with money underneath, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. He walks out there. No problem. Right. As he gets out and the ice cube melts, the alarms go off. He's in the car driving with her. They're having a good old time. Maybe she's not. <laughs> they pick up Marco everything go okay marco's like yeah and you're like in a way now that i know you're like he kind of waited 
yeah. when you're watching it, you're like, he said, yeah, like, I guess he was, yeah. was a little like, oh, good. it was tougher than I thought, but yeah. And you're like, okay. So now you're like, okay, they got away with it. All right. So, and so now it's at this level, I'm holding mm -hmm. this up to my eye level, mm -hmm. this movie. Okay. This is a good movie. Good little heist film. It's about to go over your head yeah. with the coolness, with the writing, whatever. So then they get back. Kirk Douglas gets out. Steve's like, you know, you guys go ahead. Everything's fine. You know, you'll get your cut, blah, blah, blah. And they leave. Mm -hmm. Now, first of all, I'm like, why doesn't Marco get in the front? Like somebody's going to be like, why is this <laughs> yeah. woman driving this guy around? Um, so then you're like, where's where's Steve going? Mm -hmm. Steve's going back to the place that Marco broke into. You yep. see the cut. You see, you see the movie. Now I'm like, did the movie fuck up? Because I just saw this in the beginning yeah. and it was a phone call and he handed the phone to the guy <laughs> and the guy turns and looks at Kirk Douglas. I'm like, is that going to happen now? Oh, he didn't look at Kirk Douglas. Okay. Kirk Douglas is not in the car with him. This is a new scene. Okay. And apparently the commissioner is always mobile. I want that job. I want to sit <laughs> yeah. in the back seat, have somebody drive me around and hand me a phone and I'll be like, oh, okay, we'll be right there. Yep. Um, yeah. But um, the thing is, is that when it got to that point, mm -hmm. I went, oh, that makes sense. It's not if I get pinched, can you wait 18 right. months? Right. It's when. Yeah. Because he knew that. It, yeah. Well, yeah. He uh, said, he said, I'm only going to do 18 months. And you're like, why does he say this? Yeah. Then you realize, oh, because now, so now he's at the place that got broken into the chief of police, whatever shows up there and is like, ha, we caught you. And he's like, yeah, but I didn't take anything, but I'm going to do 18 months. And then they go, hey, come here. And they all walk over to look in the elevator <laughs> and you don't see this is M. Night Shyamalama ding dang twist <laughs> that you're yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> They're looking in the elevator and you're like, what are they looking at? And then the camera, they kind of back up and the camera moves in and you see that the security guard's dead. Mm -hmm. Now me, I'm thinking he didn't get to his pills when they're like, oh, well, you killed the guy. Now you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, no, he, uh, pill. You'll do an autopsy and you'll find out that he didn't take his heart medication <laughs> or whatever. But then mm -hmm. I didn't notice it. I don't know if you did until Kirk Douglas says he had a knife stuck in him later. And you're like, oh, shit. So now yeah, Kirk he, said, he said, that's not your MO. You, yeah. Because the guy turned around the commissioner guy and said something about you, you don't use knives. Like you've never yeah. used a knife. Oh, before. okay. Yeah. See, I missed that part. See, you missed the other part. I missed that part. Um, that was the other thing. There was a part before when Marco comes into the house. It's real dark. Mm. Uh, but it, but Kirk Douglas doesn't know who it is. You know, Steve doesn't know who it is. Marco doesn't know who's in it. What's going on. They come in. Marco has a knife and uh, Kirk Douglas is like, no, you know, sorry, it was you. Okay. haha, ha, We have a laugh, but no knives. Mm -hmm. You don't take a knife on the job, which of course you get busted with any kind of weapon and it's, you know, armed robbery. It's whatever. Yeah. So a deadly weapon or a dangerous weapon. Okay. So you leave it alone. So he's like, don't take it. He's like, okay. And he closes it up and you're like, and it's a little scene where you're like, mm -hmm. okay, they're building the character. This guy's so professional that he doesn't need knives. He's learning. Yeah. yeah. Then at the end, so now that guy, this guard has been stabbed with a knife. And they're like, what the fuck? And 
So Kirk Douglas, they go, oh, you look good behind those bars. Uh, you know, a uh, little jailbird Joey. And, yeah, this and is when this is when it goes from Kirk from, Douglas, uh, the Xanax. Xanax guy, to the coked out. Yeah. Freaking the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and you could see because then they're like 18 months. I don't think so. Life, maybe yeah. 25, 30 years, whatever. And he's like, oh, shit. And so now he like closes the gate to lock them in there and takes off running. Then they're all chasing him and they're like block off all the port authority, like everything, mm. all the ports. And, well, and before he got out the got out completely out the door, mm-hmm. uh, he got shot mm-hmm. by one of yeah, the sorry i almost forgot yeah. before he got out completely so yeah he yeah got shot in the stomach and then grabs that guy's gun and, and so, then and that's the thing for us is that you're sitting you're watching this 70s movie but you're thinking about a gut shot because of tarantino's oh every time i see a gunshot i was watching a murder show today and mm-hmm. it's one of those real true crime things uh it's called um snapped and it was like this guy got shot in the stomach and they oh no it was something else anyway it was a hollywood thing the guy got shot in the stomach and they said we think they think that this guy hired a hitman to kill his mm-hmm. ex-wife and then shoot him in the driveway but not kill him but unfortunately mm-hmm. they shot him in the stomach and it was fatal and he died on route to the hospital and i'm like wait a minute no a gunshot wound in the belly hurts like a son of a bitch but mm. you're not going to die from it. You know, that's what Mr. White told me. So, yeah. Um, so, yes. So he gets shot in the stomach. And then all of a sudden they're blocking all the ports. And here comes Marco walking with a bag. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, Marco's got. Now, I'm not thinking Marco's trying to steal money. Were yeah. you? I think that they wanted to lean us that way. Or at least Kirk Douglas's head, of course, is you're stealing my money. So yep. maybe that we like Marco so much that we're like, he wouldn't steal your money. Uh, but also, but also I don't think the movie laid it out that way. I yeah. think it's Kirk Douglas thinking that mm-hmm. it's Steve thinking that. So he comes walking down the thing and all of a sudden he gets hit and you're like, Oh shit. who did he get hit by? Is that guy still alive? What's going on? <laughs> you're like, Oh no, it's Steve. Yep. And Steve's like, what the fuck? Like you stabbed this guy. Like you stupid son of a, he doesn't say all this, but yeah. you, what the fuck? And this is the most intense that you will see Kirk Douglas in this whole thing. Like yeah. that, just the way that he's yelling at him and, and stuff. I'm just like, oh, holy crap, where was this guy? Yeah. Like he's just so Mr. Calm and cool and Mr. I was, which, yeah, which, yeah, it's that's interesting for an acting thing where you would be like, I'm a cool, suave fucking thief. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be rattled by anything. It's like, James Kahn in Thief, who's like, mm-hmm. I don't say many words. I'm a man of few words. When I do speak, it's important. Like, mm-hmm. but you're like, oh shit. Um, but with him, you're just like, okay, like I get it, but you're just not putting off that factor. Like they got the wrong guy. Like they need some other actor to be in this role. Yeah. Um, he did fine, but could have been better with somebody else. Um, so then he tells him that the guy got stabbed. He's like, I couldn't help it, but, and he starts beating him up and doesn't he, he, cause he cuts him off while he's trying to explain like, well, I couldn't. And then, uh, and the girl's there and, uh, his wife, Florinda, uh, Florinda, I forget what, who she played. Um, Anna. So Anna's there and Anna's like, 
um, Anna's Anna explains like, we're not, you know, we're not an item. We weren't stealing your money kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. she's like, and remember you said, wait for you. I'm not going to wait for you. Like I'm done with this. I'm not strong enough to wait another 18 months. Like forget it. And so now he's got nothing. And, but you're still like, well, maybe you can get on the boat, but she's got on the boat and the boat left. Mm-hmm. Steve takes off running with the money. I mean, uh, Marco takes off running with the money up these huge fucking hills of coal. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit. And Steve goes chasing after him. And, uh, and then all of a sudden he, he gets in the car. Marco steals a car or has his old car, right? Something gets in a car. Yeah. And goes to run him down. And you're thinking there's going to be some kind of big. You kind of think that, but you kind of think, oh, this is he's stepping out in front of the car. He's going to do his Murtaugh and shoot through his shit. He shoots through the window, kills him. The car flips over, catches on fire. The money's laying there and or does it catch on fire? It flips over. The money's laying there. He's looking at the money standing there and they have the coolest shot. The blue cherry, you know, it's called a cherry, but the blue light pulls up of the police car over half of his face while he's just staring, being like, I'm going in jail. It doesn't matter if I say this guy stabbed the guy Mm -hmm. I'm doing because I was caught at the place doing it, you know, at the place that got robbed. Like, I'm in trouble. Here's the the thing, though. Go ahead. When I do the shot of the bag. Mm hmm. I paused it to look at it and it didn't look like money. Mm-hmm. Like oh. the, she switched it out. Are you sure? Now you're not into Italian movies. Are you sure it wasn't Italian money? I was trying to look at it. It looked like nothing looked uh, that the adds, same. That puts it over my hat now. That, now it he, might be, he, that would be cool if she's just like on the boat, like sad, but also like I fucked Well, because she was over. coming from the direction of the boat when she saw them. Right. Like, I think maybe she put the money on the boat already. Right. Well, and also she had the money in the front seat, maybe. But I'm going to go with what I think. I'm going to go with the money's there and he could have grabbed it, but it was too late. The cops are already there. But it was that cool shot. Agree or disagree with that blue light on half of his face, you know, Mm -hmm. in in the foreground, in the in the foreground and then his face in the background. But it was really cool. And that's the end of the movie. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, and that's when it ended. I was like, that was a good movie because I was surprised because of how it started, because of what I had read. I'm like, I don't know about this thing. Like, hmm. So uh, is there something in this movie, anything that you think might have inspired uh, a scene or one of Tarantino's movies or screenplays? Something in it? I don't think so i mean mm-hmm. for there's you know, nothing in it that really you know right pulled me into it i mean other than the fact that maybe the the gut shot is something that he would have investigated for himself right but, but like, you know, yeah walking, but i don't you know. i think yeah i think that was that's, that, that's reaching just like before yeah. we were like well revenge and kill bill and yeah that's yeah. just like rolling thunder and no mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, some of these, we won't find anything, but it's movies that he likes that you could see him being like, like, I want to do a heist movie where you don't show the heist, like, okay, cool. You know, or like the killing kind of has that effect of like money sitting there. Um, so our star rating system here is one to five, five being the best, 
So I rate this movie 3.5 out of five. I almost went four. I'm right in between. What do you think? I'm four, three and a half, almost four. Cause that ending, like before it was like, oh, it's a good little heist film. I'd give it three and a half above average. Okay. Average is 2.5. Mm. I give it three point. So then you go, Oh, it's a little, okay. Maybe 3.5. I just talked myself. It's better than average, better than 2.5. Mm. I think it's more than three. So three and a half, you know, rolling thunder. We gave four. What do you give it? Uh Oh, chips, chips thinking. Let's see. Uh, for me, it's about a, probably about a two and a half to a three. Really? Just an average, yeah. not even with that twist at the end with the, Oh, interesting. Maybe I rated it too high then. Interesting. You should start your own. uh... It's very much just, I don't know. The Well, and and like we said, these aren't all going to be great movies. We knew that we'd run. And I was worried, though. I think because I was worried that our second movie out would be like horrible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That when this came, I was like, oh, it's better than I thought. But yeah, when you really think about, okay, 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 I'm going to change. I'm going to go three. Okay. better than average would you rewatch it again no no unless i was maybe showing somebody but still like we said and we'll get to it in a little bit we'll get to it now would you buy this movie rent it or find it for free i think if they had a better quality like a really good quality but i'm yeah. sure that's hard i don't know how the italian film industry works if they just just have cans of film sitting somewhere where it's like oh we can't or if they just throw them away and the best you have is what's out there. This, you know, um, it's on, yeah. uh, what do you call it? Um, like free, you know? Yeah. So what would you say? Were you uh, sad that you rented it and didn't watch it? No, on t- I mean, cause I rented it for three bucks. So right. it wasn't, it was, so it was worth, it was worth the three bucks, yeah. but you wouldn't buy it. You wouldn't. No. Right. Oh no. No, um, I would much rather watch tough guys. <laughs> right. Well, and that's the thing when, you know, uh, I got, greedy. Some, I love greedy. So I got some reviews here from some people on letterboxd. I picked two kind of different ones. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to hear them? Yep. Let's do it. Okay. Dank, dank wit, D A N K W I T on letterboxd wrote quote, Euro crime heist thriller elevated by the presence of Kirk Douglas. <laughs> That's a question. <laughs> A pretty yeah. batshit car chase and the acid noir score by Maracone, Maracone, however, which is what drew me into drew me to it in the first place via the crime and dissonance compilation. Currently languishing in public domain and would benefit from a cleanup. So I agree, it's languishing in public domain, which is good because we can all see it for free. Yeah. But it's bad because it needs that cleanup. And even the one that you rented, which I almost rented because I thought maybe that would be better was still the same yeah so and then this guy would on letterbox wrote i'm going to open this by saying it has one of the greatest car chases of all time in it hell it's so good they put in the tagline to split a car in half seduce a safe with music send a city wild everything else about this did nothing for me this is the kind of movie i imagine gets michael mann rock hard (laughs) the douchebag master criminal who is good at everything doing that one last job risking it all to help those in need all to a droning synth soundtrack kirk douglas looked about 75 in 1972 he was 56 and was probably doing this as a quick paycheck i bet he didn't expect to live another 45 years <laughs> Unquote. Yeah. wow <laughs> yeah 
So I was like, okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was fun. I like that we saw it. I don't think that I would rewatch it unless maybe I was showing somebody, somebody was like, what's a good heist movie. Would you throw that into a heist movie? Then would you just go no, watch oceans 11 or watch the sneakers? They are sneakers. There you go. <laughs> That's got that. Be quiet. You can't move. You can't sweat. It's got to stay at a, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. So I questioned this, whether I should do like a movie that I watched that I saw recently that I dug. Mm-hmm. So here's one. It's called go for broke from 1985. It's um, Japanese. Mm-hmm. Here's what it's about. Chip. This movie is so cool. Hope Hill High, a Japanese school which struggles with a relentless biker game called the Yagyu, the principal decides to hire a handful of women to train and shield them. So mm-hmm. it's like, like I wrote in uh, on Instagram, it's like, um, uh, what do you call it? It's like my bodyguard mm. meets three o'clock high meets seven samurai. So they're like, <laughs> Well, let's get a Yojimbo like Seven Samurai, like this little girl says. And they're like, what are you talking about? So they go, they find a wrestler, a female wrestler. Uh-huh. They find a female stunt woman. They find a, uh, oh, what was the other one? Um, a, a biker, like this biker chick uh-huh. uh, who like, like motocross girl. And they find all these girls. And then those girls are, are going to be the protection, but also they have to train these high school kids to do this thing. So it's really cool where this gang of, you know, it's just, it's out there. And I gave it four stars. It was so good. Um, and that can be found on YouTube called go for broke. Um, are you ready to talk about what's coming up? You have anything to say about this movie that we just talked about? Nope. Um, I'm good. (laughs) I mean, I did write at the end, um, like question marks of, of was this a Ricky Nelson screw job or did it become an Anna screw job? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, yeah. I think because well, right, at right, the right. end, that's that because whole of the thing money. with the bag. It's it, right. Yeah. Cause it zoomed in on the money. It didn't look like money. It looked like pictures, baby pictures and papers and shit. Right. And yeah. then he turns around and he looks at the boat. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the cops pull up. And I was but like, oh, I guess oh. because I'm looking for if she had like this big smile on her face, then you'd be like, oh, shit, you know. But. Uh, all right. Come back next week, February 3rd for. Succubus from 1968. Sweet. So what is Succubus about, Chip? You still got your phone there? I do. S-U-C-C-U-B-U-S. And then tell me what year it is, please. Oh, yeah. I already said what year. 1968. S-U-C-C-U-B-Succubus. B-U-S. Boop. 1968. Bam. All right, let's see. Chip's going to tell us. This time we had music for the pick, so, yeah. Oh, it's, uh, what the hell? I guess it's maybe called something else in a different... Yeah, sometimes that happens. Yeah, it's like a foreign 
Yeah. It says Necrotomicon, a horror mystery thriller, a nightclub performer whose act incorporates bizarre sadomasochistic elements begins to lose her grip on reality. Oh, interesting. All yep. right. Uh, and it, oh, there's more. And is plunged into a nightmarish mental landscape. And where is that available? Does it say on IMDb? You know, like so under watch there on Prime Video for a dollar ninety nine to rent. Um, let's see. We got Janine Raynaud, uh plays Lorna Green. I guess that's the main character. But yeah, so. Basically, what he did is he used a generator uh, to to pick our next movie. It's yeah. random. Yes, I, we don't know what we're going to get. It just kind of pops in there, and he looks it up. And I have a, I have a yeah. I put it into um, um, Excel spreadsheet, and I have it mm -hmm. set up so every time I bring up my phone and I bring that up, it'll randomly pick, and that's what it picked, and that's why it took me a while to scroll back up to it. Um, so if we have a trailer, which we do, we will play, uh, right now. Sweet. I am Lorna, erotic love queen. Succubus, a creature of the imagination, seeking exotic experiences beyond the imagination. Essence of evil, a devil on earth. Chicago, Chicago, that darling town. First, there was Dolce Vita, <laughs> then Boccaccio 70. And now, Succubus. Have you ever loved a woman, Lorna? I love everything. An orgy of sensual sensations. Starring the continental favorite, Janine Reynaud. Will you pay the penalty for not answering correctly? Haven't I always paid? unusual picture of the year. Perhaps of years to come. Never miss an episode of Making Tarantino the Podcast. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. After subscribing, leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you for joining us. We hope you had fun and maybe learned something about a movie that may have had a part in making Tarantino. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.